Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Hello and welcome. I'm Emily, and this is my very good friend, Erin. Say hi, Erin. Hello. <laughs> so we are dual, we're, we're doing some double duty here today. We are dual recording our podcast. So if you're listening to this on my podcast, you're listening to The Witch Next Door. And if you're listening to Herbs, Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, welcome. We're so glad you're here to join us today. Erin and I have been... Uh, friends for quite a while now and we've been collaborating for the last year ish and we wanted to get together today to share with you some of our collaborations and share with you a little bit about what's coming up and we're going to talk a little bit about herbal potions because why wouldn't we talk about that everybody wants to go outside and play with nuts berries and leaves like they did when they were a kid hello precisely (laughs) that's what I was thinking Uh, So I was thinking maybe we could start with just talking about this shift of the seasons because we're moving it toward fall. It's pretty apparent. Well, where I am in Northern California, it's not apparent that it's the end of summer. It's apparent that we are all dying of heat, (laughs) which I would expect maybe earlier in the sun. No, it's usually hot this time of year, but not like it's been. Um, But everything's starting to kind of fade. Is that where you are? The plants are fading? Here in... Uh, Wisconsin I've been hearing the the geese go overhead which is something you don't hear in the summertime so that is a sign that fall is coming things in the garden are you know either done or getting close to done and some of my flowers some of my flowers um, especially the container things are looking pretty sad (laughs) they're getting all like we're done yeah, the leaves are crispy and they're just like, there's no more nutrients in this container and please oh. let me just go. But uh, everything's still hanging on, but you can definitely tell that the end of the growing season is coming and the dormant season is really starting to open that door. Yeah, all my herbs are bolting. So I just was out there this morning in my basil and cilantro and parsley and catmint. Everything is like full on flowering. I was like, oh, they're done now. They're going to do their seed thing. Uh, and and the leaves are starting to change color. And the random leaves are falling off trees. So we don't usually get our big like dump of leaves for a couple more months. But the beginning of it is happening where the wind blows. And it's like, oh, here comes that stray yellow leaf casting itself to the earth. <laughs> yeah, the stressed trees, the ones that are, you know, have maybe a disease or something else that are stressed, you can tell they're starting to shed first which you know is is another sign and um what else is happening here that's another sign yeah everything's going to seed so yeah yeah so what you and I have been doing so Aaron and I have been collaborating for the last year on creating these celebration guidebooks that are geared towards each season that was really hard to say for some reason but um So this season's is the fall equinox guidebook and each of these guidebooks. So we, we offer some free sheets 
some guide sheets so you can get a little feel for like, hmm, is this really my jam? Because for me as a witch, celebrating the seasons is a massive part of my practice, like really doing things in, in harmony with what's happening in the natural world is a huge part of my practice. And I believe that's true for you too, right, Erin? Well, yes, as a plant priestess and herbalist, I definitely am always moving with the seasons. Yeah. And um, like, for instance, I'm trying not to organize my apothecary right now because I know I'll have time to do that in the winter and I should be out in the gardens as much as I can. So that's one tiny example of that. Yeah. Which I'm imagining is a little hard when Virgo seasons upon us, right? It's like structure, organize, do the things make everything tidy. (laughs) Yes. I was wondering what was happening. Why am I trying to organize things? This is not the time seasonally for me to do that. So (laughs) hold off, hold off, Erin. And the cosmos are like, do it now. (laughs) I'll organize outside in the garden. There you go. Well, I know one of the things you added to our guidebook for this season is a ritual about, about working in the garden, right? Is it about putting the garden to rest for the winter? Yeah, it's a fall garden ritual. Yeah, essentially to kind of bridge that gap for yourself, like energetically, um, to realize, okay, we, you know, we're done with the garden. And what can I do to connect with my garden or my growing spaces in general? Maybe there's some place you gather to just, you know, kind of put the period at the end of the sentence, okay, this, we're done now. And this is how I can continue to support you as a garden and myself. Um, So yes, that is in the full, the e-guide book that we have. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put a link to, um, to that guidebook in, in the podcast description, but also you'll, you can find it on my website at wisewomanwitchery.com. Just look for the celebration planning pages. I, I don't, I think that's what it's titled under, but you'll see it fall equinox. Um, and do you have it on your website, Erin? Yes, it's on fullcircleherbals.com. And right now in my Facebook header, it's right up there. You just click on it and there's the link for it too. So, ta-da! So yeah, celebrating the seasons. I know for me, I am not, I, I want to be a gardener. It is not something I'm great at. I have stuff that grows and I'm really proud of it, but it's mostly because it's really good at growing. It's not, <laughs> it's not because I am really good at growing it. <laughs> that's fair that's right that's a gardener too yeah it's a different kind of gardener um but when I celebrate the seasons one of the things I really like to do is to look at what is growing and to look at seasonal foods and creating recipes and I know that we you know we've worked to include those types of things in our guidebooks as well so that people can uh go into your kitchen and you know start to celebrate the seasons through what you're cooking um And then the other part that I also love is what kind of divination can you do for each season? So all of that is, is in that guidebook. If you're interested in celebrating, you might have some of your own ways of celebrating. Um, Yes. And we made sure to add that into the the guide sheets and the guidebook too, is a lot of uh, celebration ideas, but also planning pages so that you can plan your own um, celebration that matches what's happening seasonally in your area. So, I mean, Emily's on the West coast and I'm in the, I don't even know the middle, the upper the mid- part. Is it the Midwest? <laughs> the would Midwest, you, I guess. Would you call it the Midwest? We're not in the mid anyways, but it's different. It's different <laughs> for us. And I'm assuming it's different, 
you know, for different parts of the world too. Totally. So rather than like telling you exactly what to do, we give, um, created these like prompts to help you gather your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings, and then put that into practice in your own life. So the planning pages, there's three of them in the free guide sheets and there's like 18 pages in the, the guidebook. Yeah. So really helping. And this is, this is for me, what is at the heart of everything I teach in my own witchery is to figure out what's happening for you in your space, because I am not here to tell you that you should do everything this way. You're, you're going to have a different experience than I am because we're different people living in different places. And I think it's, it's really important if you're going to work with the earth and live seasonally to be tuned into what's happening in your space and how that is affecting you. Right. Yep, definitely. Absolutely. Not a cookie cutter um, situation for everybody. Uh, and I think the ideas that we provide to people, even the, the recipes and stuff, you know, maybe it won't match you completely, but you can, many of those recipes um, and activities can be kind of adapted to totally. what you have available. And we also want you to use what's around you. We don't like tell yes. you to go buy a bunch of stuff. You know, we want you to find things that are easy and accessible right under your fingertips. We don't want this to be complicated unless you love complicated. You certainly can do that, but right. There is room for all the things. Simple, Emily, simple. Emily and I don't have time for complications. <laughs> no, we're like, well, okay, look around. What have I got? Let's go. Right. Everyday magic. Let's make it happen. But sometimes it's lovely to take extra time to do something very elaborate and, uh, and go out and find very specific things or, or purchase certain things that feel a little more theatrical or ritual-esque. Um, but you don't need them. No. And if you want that, we help you with that, with the ceremony, that's also included in the guidebook when you purchase it. So we do more structured, um, guided visualizations and whatnot during that ceremony. Yeah. We, we've been getting together every single season and hosting, co-hosting a ritual for that season. And it has been so fun. I've loved collaborating with you, Erin. Um, the Same. community. I love it. It's yeah. And people tell us they love it when we collaborate together. So, you know, so we're just going to keep doing other, it. It was rubbing off on other people too. Yes. Yes. It's fun to come together in community and bring our communities together. So anyway, speaking of community, <laughs> uh, Aaron is going to be one of our teachers at the third annual season of the witch conference, which is totally a community gathering. Uh, it's a virtual conference where we're bringing together all sorts of teachers. In fact, there's going to be 10 of us presenting. So you get two days and 10 workshops. And Aaron's going to be talking about potions, herbal potions, which I'm super stoked about because just saying the word potion feels way magical to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's mysterious. Yes. Yeah, what is so, in the potion? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, helping people. Uh, get into the play of uh, using plants and using herbs in, in a way that's playful and also in a way that you really don't have to have a lot of experience with herbs to do it and with plants. So um, yeah, I mean, I want to leave a little mystery to it, but there's ways to interact with plants and herbs uh, for everyday magic, like Emily says, um, and to be able to interact with the herbs in a way 
that you don't have to feel like, am I doing this right? Is this going to hurt me? Am I, am I creating a poisonous potion? (laughs) (laughs) So, so ways that you can definitely, um, you know, create these potions, play with the plants and, um, you know, feel that, that sense of the magic with the plants and get in tune with your own like inner green witch and your herbal healer, uh, your own maybe inner plant priestess too. So get getting in touch with the feelings of the plants. I love that. I know when I was a kid, we used to, I think it was a pyracantha bush in the backyard and it get, they get those berries on them. Um, and I used to take those and mash them up, you know, and make potions, put them in little jars because it was purple and really witchy looking. And I'd be like, this is my poison and I'm going to poison. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was a creative kid, um, very imaginative. And I had all these ideas about who needed to be poisoned in my neighborhood because they were the bad guys. <laughs> I never poisoned anybody. I was like, you know, seven or eight, but. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. Yes. And I, speaking of like acorns, I have a very strong memory of all the um, neighborhood kids and I you know, gathering whatever it was in that season, right? We'd make food out of it uh-huh. or whatever. And we would put the acorns, we'd collect acorns and we'd add water to it. Well, then we'd forget about it, you know, for many, many days and then go uncover it. And yeah, that was, those are some interesting science experiments we did, but very important to my learning of plants. Was that like making moonshine? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't know. Good thing we didn't drink it. Oh, right. The fermented acorn water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it was so fun. And I think that your listeners, I mean, many people I know have these experiences playing with plants and making them. I often wonder if the technological age or generation like my kids um, have those memories of playing with plants. Are Are your kids outside much? They are, but they're more, they're, there's still a lot of the video games and the screen time, you know, that's, I think, an important aspect that kids uh, need to learn, you know, in the technological age. But I just wonder, I'm just like really curious, will they grow up remembering playing with plants like I know so many other people have um, did? So will they remember? I know that my kids play have done stuff like that, but is it as big of a part of them as it is for me? And you, you remember your poison potions from seven years old. <laughs> well, I, my mom would kick us out of the house. We were allowed to watch, I think it was like 30 minutes or maybe an hour of television after school. And then it was like, go play outside. You need to go play outside. So uh, we, in in all the places I lived as a kid, we had a nice yard. And I know not everybody has that luxury, but we had outside space and we would go and just create stories and playtime and um yeah, neighborhood kids all getting together, which I don't even know if kids do that anymore. But oh yeah, they, they do. do. They okay. certainly, yeah, they do that. But I mean, it's a good point you're making is that everybody has access to outdoor play areas. Yeah. So, um, so you know, connecting with nature and the seasons and the celebrations, even adults, you know, don't um, take the time to watch the transition of the seasons and to honor it and acknowledge it. I think that's really important to our own physical well-being because yes. changes of the seasons can be really stressful on the body too. And we don't always recognize that. I mean, Emily has to remind me sometimes like, I'm so tired. What's wrong with me? She's like, well, the seasons are changing. It's a heart <laughs> on the body. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Change up my teas. Right. The season's changing. The moon is waning. Well, it's actually not waning right now, but you know, there's all these things that when we actually take the time to tap into, it's like, oh, no wonder I'm feeling like this. This is what's happening in the natural world around me. Um, but I think we do get very disconnected from it. And I think at this day and age, our culture is not as connected to the earth as we maybe once were. No. Agreed. Or I don't know, or yeah. Whatever. I was going to go on a tangent. I'm going to reel myself back in here. <laughs> <laughs> Things were about to get real, real loud and uh, soapboxy. But anyway. <laughs> oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah. What's going on with the rest of your season of the witch conference? This is your third one. Yeah, it's a third one. Can you believe it? I mean, no, but yes, <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, I, I'm kind of tripping out that this whole idea that I had that was like spawned by I showed up at a virtual paranormal conference and I was like, wait a minute, these people just like had their friends come and do all these awesome presentations. I could do that. So my first conference was like in spring of 2020 and I or yeah, spring of 2020. Is that right? I don't know. Remember, yeah. that's the black hole of time. Right. I know it was though. It was like, it was like April or something or May of 2020. And I was like, I'm just going to invite my friends to all create presentations and we'll do some zoom stuff and invite people to come and it'll be cool. And it was. And so then that transformed into subsequently all these other conferences. Uh, and it's been so fun to get to meet people. Cause I've been reaching out to people who aren't my friends, who I don't know and being like, Hey, come and come and present I want to hear about all the things you're doing there's some really amazing people in the world bottom line yeah. I mean everybody's amazing in their own way but some of the stuff people are creating and putting out into the world is pretty phenomenal and I feel honored that they're coming some of those people are coming to uh, share their wisdom with us so I did invite some of my friends because I also have really cool friends just just saying. So Aaron, Aaron's going to come and talk about potions. Uh, if you listened to my podcast last week, then you know that Patty Diaz is going to be talking to us about working with essential oils uh, as a way to incorporate magic uh, into your daily life. And we're going to learn about runes and intuitive tarot reading and spell casting with your body. Oh my gosh. Uh, you have a really good lineup. You always have a good lineup, but this year it just seems like really lots of different um subjects and people and perspectives I, I just love that yeah we're gonna do some ancestral healing and mm. some uh spirit scribbling like automatic writing it's, yeah it's it's gonna be good trust me and if you want to hang out with us for that please do uh you can also find the information about that on my website at wisewomanwitchery.com uh backslash conferences i believe yeah yeah. Or, or you just, you can just Google it. Third annual season of the witch conference. With and it's all Emily over. Morrison. With, with wise woman witchery and Emily Morrison. Mm. I don't know what it's under. I haven't really Googled myself lately. Do you Google yourself? Mm, uh, not generally. It's, <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> There's other people with my name and. Uh... Right. I know it's a trippy thing. Well, I think about people who Google me because somebody might give them my name as a therapist 
And then I'm like, huh, I wonder what comes up when people write, like type my name in. And of course, if you do it from your own computer, your own computer has all those cookies and whatnot. So it remembers what you've looked at before and it serves those up to you. So you almost have to use somebody else's computer. The yeah, yeah, all the stuff from the former employment comes up and you're just like, wow, I'm still listed as that. But that's all right. Yeah. So it'd be really fun to see all of the people coming to season of the witch. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody show up and learn about creating potions that, you know, bring your inner child with and put your analytical mind to bed for a little bit. Cause we're just going to do creative fun things. I like creative fun things. I also love how you just brought us right back on track. Erin, you're really good at that. I'm like, let's go down this rabbit hole and I'm just going to keep rambling and we're going to talk about Googling ourselves and all this other stuff. And you're like, and I'm bringing you right back to where we were. <laughs> Welcome <worry>. back, Emily. <laughs> Don't worry. I need people to do that for me as well. And I'm just really excited about Season of the Witch because, well, one of my other friends, you know, you said you you invite your friends. Now your yes. friends are inviting their friends. Yes. Michelle, Michelle Anthony is coming and she's uh, talking about creating spells with your body yeah that's that's gonna be hers yeah no this is so cool it is really cool and we're doing in october and october's fun and witchy and and we're kicking off october with it because it's october 7th and 8th so that's that's also really cool i i know in the past i've done it later in the month and um and this just feels it feels actually more spacious to be able to walk into October, kicking it all, kicking off the whole season, the whole month with all this witchy goodness. So I hope that you will consider joining us. And I mean, Aaron and I will be there. What else do you need? <laughs> we'll take you down any rabbit hole you want to go down. Right. Just, you think that's what we're going to be talking about? Oh, you wait. <laughs> no, it's going to be a good time and we're going to learn lots and lots of things. So um, so I look forward to sharing that with all of you and getting to spend some more time with you, Erin, and with all of our listeners. Absolutely. It'll be a, a good time. And Emily and I meet every week um, we just, to, just to work together and update each other what we're doing since, you know, I'm in Wisconsin, she's in California. And I told her we should really record all of our conversations because they go in some different directions. And I know everybody would want to be a fly in the wall. Right. Cause we're so funny, but nobody else would probably <laughs> actually think that. I think we think we're hysterical, but you know, you know, we, yeah. but it's not all fun and games. We do laugh and cry. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a very cool. Th- Here's the thing I want to, the rabbit hole. I just want to go down for one second, which is the internet has made relationships so different. Because I consider Aaron one of my very good friends and I feel very close to her and we've never met in person. True. We came close one time. We came close, but we we were in the same state for like (laughs) three days or something. (laughs) Same state miles apart, but yeah. And, and I think that is one of the beautiful things about the internet is that it's allowed us to meet people we might not normally have met, create relationships with people that we might not normally have been able to have relationships with. It's opened up this vast array of learning opportunities. I know that my own um, witchcraft practice and just learning in general, like anything I want to know and anything you want to know, you can probably find out on the internet. Um, 
it's just, yeah, it's opened doors. I, I was a library geek. I'm not going to lie. When I was in middle school, I TA'd in the library and I was super into my card catalog and like organizing it all. I love books. I still love the library, but you know, the internet's right at your fingertips, wherever you are, you don't actually have to go to the library. So it's amazing. And I know you all know that. And I'm just rambling at this point, but, uh, but I just get excited about all the opportunity that's there. And then because I'm so relational, all the relationships that I've built with people who are not in my state, who I may never have met in person, but have seen and talked to and shared major life stuff with, um, and get to collaborate with. Yeah. What a True gift. story. Yeah. And one geek out thing I'm going to talk, share with you. I was at an antiques sale the other day and they had an old, an old antique. Oh my gosh. Card catalog. <laughs> one of those, the drawers, right? It was yeah. big and I wanted it. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm just going to open it and pretend there's cards in here. <laughs> Wait, did you get it? No, I didn't get it. Oh, I wanted it so bad. You could have like put herbs in there. You could have yeah. put little bottles in bottles every... are pretty big. No, you get little ones and then you <laughs> label the top of them. So they're all just like, you know, like, and seeds you could put, you could have like seeds organized in there. Oh no. I'm oh my God. Is, regret. is it still there? You could go back. No, they, they auctioned everything off because oh, it was going out of business, but, but now, now I know how to fill the next one that I find. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, just call me. I'm here for you. <laughs> My husband will um, be like, who talked you into this? I'll be like, Emily. Emily I, said I could do this. I'll be like, you can't talk to her anymore. That's your cutoff. No more. <laughs> I have a friend that every time I talk to you, my husband's like, okay, what big idea do you have now? I'll be like, I'm going to go talk to so-and-so today. And he's like, oh God, because I talk to her and I get super inspired. And I'm like, I think we should buy this house and do this thing and like make these investments. And, and then he's like, he's just totally goes all over his head and he's freaking out. He's like, I don't like it when you talk to her, (laughs) but we need people who inspire us. Yes. In all the ways. Anyway, well, Aaron, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. It's fun as always. Always. And I appreciate everybody listening in to our chat. You could always write us and tell us if you think we should record our weekly chats. <laughs> if you don't think we should, don't write us. <laughs> well, maybe they should, so we don't get encouraged to do it. No, you two, you one one a month or one every couple years is fine. <laughs> you got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you everybody for tuning in. Take good care of yourselves, and always please keep it magical. follow me at fullcircleherbals.com and the Facebook page Full Circle Herbals.